Anita, how's your mental health? <laughs> Questionable <laughs> at all times. You know this. Yeah. How's the mental health of your children? Um, also a little bit tricky. Can I tell you my experience in trying to find therapists for myself and my kids, Mel? Yes, please. Okay. This is how it goes. You ask around your friends and your family for a referral for somebody who's nearby. You finally find somebody who sounds like they might work for your family. You give them a call and you find out that A, they're not accepting new patients or B, they have a huge wait list. So you start over again and you ask people if they know anybody who would be a good therapist and a good fit. Finally, you find one, you go and you meet with them and you figure out that you don't actually like them that much. But it's been so much work to find somebody who you can go to in your area that you're kind of stuck with them. Well, do you have any ideas for how to get around this? Um, I do, because guess what? I've actually had some therapists that I have found on my own, which involves what you're saying. Sometimes I remember one time I was like three hours in the bathtub on my phone looking through yeah. websites. I was such a prune at the end. But I have also had the experience with working with BetterHelp and it was like, I, I don't want to say too good to be true, but because it is true, but it's like amazing because I was matched with my therapist within 24 hours. And you didn't have to go through all of that other ridiculous process of trying to find somebody. And here's the cool thing too, is if that person didn't work out for you, you can just switch and say, and it's not like you're committing to another years long search for somebody who you're going to jive with. It's true. And I lucked out or maybe just BetterHelp is really good at matching people together because I never had to change my therapist. I loved her. Perfect fit for me. And I know that some of our friends have used BetterHelp and they've had to change therapists and boom, same day can change. Easy peasy. You can ghost your therapist. <laughs> Get a new one. I love this idea. BetterHelp is one of our sponsors. If you use our promo code, trybetterhelp.com slash WWDN, you get 10% off your first month and we totally recommend it. Yes. Get some therapy. That's <laughs> trybetterhelp.com slash WWDN. Yeah, for sure. Hi, Mel. Hello, Anita. How are you? fine. How are you? I'm pretty good. I need to get something off of my chest right at the beginning of this. Let's talk about it. So we listened back to the recording that we made of our very first podcast. And when you asked me to say my name, I said it like I was a witness at a murder trial. <laughs> I thought you sounded very convincing. I need to explain why I said it like that. I have a weird name. And if you say it fast, Anita Coyle, it makes it sound like you need something, right? <laughs> so like when I go to the doctor's office, I have to be like, my name is Anita Coyle. I need a coil. Yeah. Otherwise they get really confused. And so that's why I said it like that. But I was like, oh my gosh, I sounded like I leaned forward when I was testifying to Congress and was like, Anita Coyle. And you, it, you need a what? Yes. What if you're Anita and I'm Unita? That could be my new name. That would be a terrible name. <laughs> Your parents were high if they named you that. <laughs> Unita. Um, I have so many times where people will say like, I need a something. And I'm like, what? It's very weird. And also, I always wanted to marry somebody with the last name of Bath <laughs> or Beer. 
That would be great. Yeah. We went to high school with someone with the last name Beer. Did you know that? Um, no. Well, you was it done a that. girl or a boy? Wouldn't be a widow right now. <laughs> well, she was a girl, but maybe oh. she had a brother or a cousin or yeah, I'm sure or, or a maybe dad. A dad. No, that would be weird. I mean, that was a weird thing to say, actually. <laughs> I don't want to marry some girl's dad. Who I mean, I work with. in the entertainment industry. So None of that is weird. <laughs> That's yeah. so normal. Anyway, I just wanted to clear the air about that because it it made me feel a little self conscious. So I'm just Anita. How's that? I think that's great. And I'm Unita. (laughs) I, too, have a correction to make. Okay, go for it. When I was listening back to make sure everything was cool on the last podcast, I heard myself say that I got married at 19. I didn't get married at 19. It was a lie. Oh, my heavens. I got married at 20. Okay. I got married when I was 19. You were correct. I was totally on the money and you were being a liar pants i was but i think what i was remembering is that i got engaged when i was 19 uh, and then married when i was 20 both of those ages are too young to get married they are yeah i was talking to my brother-in-law today yeah we were talking about how our 20s were so horrible oh and sad. because you skipped all this I had a good 20s. You had great 20s. I had a roaring 20s. You did. Yes. I had an unfortunate 20s. Blah. Um, but yeah, 20s are hard. I loved my 20s. I'm so we glad had a good for time you. in our 20s. See, that's like, that's how our experiences have been different. Yeah. Right? You had like sadness right off the bat, and I just was happy. Yep. The longest relationship I've ever had yeah. is three years. So Scott was not your longest relationship? I don't think so. I got to actually think back. My brain's not Otherwise, really you're going to have to make another correction next time if you get it wrong again. That'll probably happen. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm an expert at short-term relationships, mm. not long-term relationships. Yeah. And this last one was not my fault. That's true. Yeah. You have no blame in that. I have only had one, basically one relationship in I my entire you said life that you dated okay yeah but like a high school sort of boyfriend is not exactly what i would consider a relationship right do you count those not really yeah i mean you don't even know what you're doing kind of but didn't you say that you had two people at once yes the one was like my high school boyfriend that i was still kind of dating after high school so I, I mean, I don't even know where that was going, but certainly he did not appreciate the fact that I started dating somebody else while I was still sort of dating him. See, I wasn't even mature enough to realize that that was a problem. <laughs> but then I was mature enough to get married. No, I wasn't. My very first boyfriend yeah. in high school yeah. cheated on me. I just started out totally on the wrong foot and you it's did. all been downhill from there. So my very first boyfriend... Like, I'll, I'll put boyfriend in air quotes. Okay. okay. So we went to, like, a few dances together, and we were kind of a thing. And then it came to be summer, and I didn't call him or anything. And he was like, what's up? And I was like, well, it's summer. <laughs> and it's summer from you. It was just summer. Like, I thought it was like we just took a break during the summer. He was a little confused about that. And I was like... Oh, I thought like when you weren't in school that you didn't keep having a relationship either. It's just seasonal. Through the seasonal. School. Yeah. Yeah. Just like school. <laughs> it was so funny because he was like, are you mad at me? And I was like, no, it's just summer. 
So anyway, That's amazing. That was a little awkward. I was yeah. My relationship um, history is not very deep. It's very. It's either very broad or very deep, but not both. Because hmm. I had I had length, but not depth. Yeah. Yeah. I. You have the opposite problem. Yes, I could actually write multiple lifetime movies about mine, which I am hoping to do someday. And now, but no Hallmark movies. No, no Hallmark movies. Because mine are lifetime movies. <sighs> well, I wish you could write a Hallmark movie because that would be less sad. Right? Because everything would work out in the end. But clearly yeah, things did not. But sometimes in Lifetime movies, the girl gets her way and maybe maybe someone gets murdered. Like, yeah, you never know. I know. But like Hallmark movies, guaranteed happy, happy ending. That's true. Lifetime kind of movies, a you never know what I, you're going to get. Well, you know, I am, I know we talked about on the last episode, our very first episode, yeah. how I don't really fit in. Mm-hmm into our surroundings here in the utah yeah but the utah the utah and it's probably because when i was 11 my very favorite show was unsolved mysteries and the dick van dyke show <laughs> both of those together it makes I don't no even sense remember what i liked to watch when i was 11 i loved duck tail duck tales but i don't know when that was on like what after school I, I think <laughs> that's not what i meant, <laughs> I meant what age i was oh they're doing a reboot of it did you I know, know that? Yeah. yeah um what did you do this weekend this weekend i had two gigs a migraine and a photo shoot <gasps> you guys should see mel right now she has on the most amazing smoky eye thank you brad and also a widow's hat <laughs> With like the mesh front piece. What do you call that kind of a, what is that thing? A veil sort of a thing? Veil, yeah. Yeah. What, what would you call that kind of hat in the first place? I don't know. But it's A black hat with netting on it? Yeah, that you wear for if morning. you're, yeah, if you're in mourning, if you're a widow. So it's it's pretty, yeah. it's pretty amazing. I'm a little jealous I of the look. I actually stole it from Anita's daughter. <laughs> oh my God. Sometimes we assume that unless we had a huge life insurance payout, we don't really need to know anything about investments or even finances. But guess what? A little knowledge of finances is critical for all of us. Maybe your partner was in charge of that stuff, and now you find yourself making all the decisions. Maybe you're mad about that. Maybe I am. Nicole from the He's Gone But The Money's Not podcast is here to help. She tackles financial literacy by telling the stories of women and widows and finance experts and shares the lessons they've learned as certified financial planners. Whether you know a lot and feel confident in your financial decisions or feel unsure about all of that stuff, there is more to learn. Listen and subscribe to the He's Gone But The Money's Not podcast on all podcast platforms. This ad was paid for by Rockhouse Financial, an SEC-registered investment advisor. my daughter wore it to my husband's her father's funeral it was a little bit over the top but um she went for straight drama in the event and you know who could blame her yeah i mean if you're gonna do a funeral you're gonna do it the right way yeah and you gotta wear the hat you gotta have the hat the hat plays 
for Scott's funeral, I was so drained and tired, of course, all the way leading up to that. I wasn't going to wear makeup or Mm. any appropriate clothing. I just thought, oh, if I just get out of bed and someone drives me up to the funeral, like, I'll understand. Like, my cousins came over and they said, Mel, you have to wear makeup. There's going to be pictures. Yeah. And then my other friend came over and did my hair. Thank you, Brianna. Oh. So I ended up looking okay, but I was planning on not wearing like anything other than pajamas. I did wear Converse though. Oh, that's okay. Also thanks to Brianna. Comfort first. Yeah. Um I had friends who went and bought me like very lovely dresses. Really? Yeah. What Can I just of... say something a little controversial? Yeah. I looked hot for the viewing. Was that a little black cocktail dress? No, it was maroon, but it was very form-fitting. And Anita's in shape, you guys, because she runs and bikes and swims. And it was pretty funny. Like, I Did thought, you wear heels? I Yeah, but not like... They were like boots. And so they had a, a little bit of a heel to them. Because it was January? Yeah. Yeah, but they weren't like stiletto-y heels. Oh, man. Right? It was a cute dress. I mean, it wasn't like... I didn't look skanky, but I looked good. Hey, own it. And my friends came over and did my makeup. I don't, like, know how to put on makeup. I don't either. So they came and put it on me, and I was sort of like, who's that? But Does it bug you when they put the eyeliner stuff around your eyes? Does it make your eyes water? Yeah. Yeah, it makes my eyes water, too. I don't like it. Yeah. Plus, it's a little scary, because, like, what if they stabbed you in the eyeball? I know. I don't know about that. That's why, uh, you know what? I probably have a higher likelihood of myself stabbing yeah. my own eye. Yeah. Brad did a great job though, right? Yeah. I'm, I told her that I wanted Brad to do my makeup. Brad will so, do it. Yeah. He's great. Just for like no occasion. Just for like Wednesday. Yeah. I wish you could have come to the photo shoot because you would have had fun. Yeah, but I have like four kids. Yeah. And no husband. Oh, so bummer. I know. We'll talk about that one day. Yeah. About how... You have kids and I have no kids and and it's different. It's all different. Yeah. So, what about your weekend? Um, so this weekend was kind of a big one. I mean, big is relative, but we have a family tradition. We go up to a family friend's cabin um for the weekend, the first weekend in October and we went up there this weekend. So, um it's basically like mayhem because all of the cousins are in one place and then there's like a lot of moms who are yelling at their kids. How many kids are there? Uh, so this year we were down um, to, I think there was 12 kids. I think we were missing f- four of the kids. And two husbands. One was on a vacation and one is dead. Also a vacation. No, I don't know about that. L- listen. Maybe. Okay. Comparatively speaking, yes. Well, you know when you die, you're like... This is awesome. I can fly. Yeah. I can haunt people. But they never do. No. Lame. I think Scott haunted me, though, this weekend because I got a weird email from myself that I sent (laughs) to Scott three years ago. What? That's a total haunting. Really? Yes. Yes. That totally is. Sometimes I get mad at him (laughs) for dying because he decided to die, obviously. Yeah. Um, No, he did not. And we will get more into that. <laughs> yes, he did. No, he did not. No, I am not a murderer. Yet. Um, <laughs> yes. Because my Lifetime movie has not yeah. been filmed. Yeah. 
or you scripted have, script you got a script it first. yeah i still have a whole other scene i'm sorry to take up your time talking about hauntings <laughs> it's okay let's talk about your weekend <laughs> continue so we were up at the cabin it was mayhem that's the best way i can describe it it's just crazy town and things like that are like a mixed bag of hard and fine right because there's definitely memories that are associated with that but we got home had to unpack the car blah 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 and now we're recording a podcast yeah yeah and so um today what we wanted to focus on here's the truth of the matter when you hear about somebody dying anybody really unless they're like 92 then you're not really interested right because they obviously died because they were old but when you hear about somebody who dies who is young you want to know the details right it's human nature yes like don't you hate it well in obituaries when they don't tell you how the person died mm-hmm. don't you want i want to know everything yeah so um we have a feeling that our few listeners want to know like the nitty-gritty the details the what happened exactly well they probably already know because they're our friends okay but maybe maybe we'll have like one new person that doesn't know us yeah so but you want to hear the story you want to hear the details you want to know exactly what happened so today we're going to start with mel since she's further along um in her widowhood journey and we're going to hear all about her story and what happened to scott yes you ready dun 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 Okay, so I know that in the last episode I talked about how I met Scott when I was 33 and then we got married and then he died. So here are some more details. (laughs) Very bare bones. Yeah. I need more. Well, I was trying to not be going on on tangents, which I do all the time. Yeah. Widow brain. I'm sorry. It's a thing. Yeah. Plus, Mel's a musician, and those people are weirdos in the first place. Well, you know, we are very circular thinkers. Yeah. And I'm a little more linear. Yeah. Anita's in the medical world, so she's very logical. Right. Anyway. Which. Back to Scott. See? <laughs> I have to take this hat off because now it's, it's bothering your head. Your turn. Okay. okay. I'm going to wear it's the It's the talking. Hat. It's the listening hat. It's the listening hat. You're going to wear the listening hat. Okay. Oh I think you should start back at... You met Scott when you were 33. Okay, so I know in the last episode I explained that I met Scott when I was 33 and blah, 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 and then mayhem ensued, as in dying. But here is the real story. I can't even take you seriously. <laughs> to take it off. So I met Scott. I knew Scott actually before we started dating. He was a theater director, and I would play for auditions at a community theater, and Every every so often he would direct a show there and I would be the one playing. So I knew who he was. Okay. I also knew people that were in love with Scott. Multiple people. Like love love or just like I th- we love Scott? I think love love because he was such a kind guy. Well, no, like love want to date him? Yes. Oh. Multiple. So he was so a I'd hot ticket item. He was. Oh. I had heard a lot about him. Before I ever went out with him and he, what I knew before I even was around him was that he was very kind. Aww. He was very nice and sweet. All he dressed well. What? He wore cufflinks. I, <laughs> I guess this is important. Yeah. As I'm wearing my video game t-shirt, I am opposite. But 
Um, he made cakes. He was a fabulous cook. What? Yeah, all these things, right? Yeah. So I Why learned- didn't I marry him? Oh, I was already married. Keep going, sorry. Yeah, because 19. Yeah. Ugh. So when Scott and I started dating, I believe he was 36. And he'd never been married. He had never been married before. Okay. He'd had a relationship for several years that obviously didn't turn out dating relationship, Um, but- he was working a lot. He was directing theater things. He just was not married. Yeah. So he, let's see. You dated. So I we dated. I had actually had enough of the dating scene. Yeah. I was going to say that. Like you enough. said that you were not even looking for love. No. I was planning to move to New York and just work the rest of my life. And I thought, you know what? As a sad single musician. Yeah. You Which could have is, harnessed that, though. I know. I could have written songs. Except mm. I'm not good at lyrics. Oh. They're all about cats. The lyrics are about cats? Yeah, because I can't come with that bit of anything. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good at the note part, but okay. not at the word part. Okay. So I was planning on moving because I just thought I have tried doing what everybody thinks I should do and what I feel like I'm supposed to do is get married and I got married and the first time and it didn't end well and then I had relationship after relationship that sometimes it didn't work because it just was not meant to be yeah and sometimes it didn't work because the person was a narcissist was a psycho yeah yeah stay tuned for my lifetime movie (laughs) it's exciting it involves much scandal oh my goodness (laughs) You probably don't even know all this stuff, right? I don't. Oh, man. It's I know that you so dated good. like seven Scots, though. I did. Yeah. So this Scott was the third Scott and... Okay, three. Third Scott's the charm, <laughs> you'd think. <laughs> he is great, of course. Is great. Yeah. So I thought... I mean, moving to New York is scary because you have to have so much money. And yeah. I thought, I don't want to be stressed out too much while I'm starting over in a new city. So I think maybe I'll work for a little while longer and save up and while I'm saving up and in Utah I might as well just give dating a try just because yeah then I know for sure last ditch last ditch effort well guess what lo and behold here comes Scott Scott asked me on a date totally oh our first date I remember the first thing that I said to him because I was waiting for him um, somewhere downtown Salt Lake. He was late. Um, and so obviously I just thought, you forgave him. Yeah, he was also on his phone the whole night. What? Because he had just <laughs> he got done casting a show, and he was getting texts and messages from people that did not make the show. Oh, and they were angry. Yeah, or they're asking why. What could I have done better? Oh yeah, and he was and, like, "You could sing better." Yeah, or, or you could look like the part or you could be taller or shorter uh, that'd be stressful that would stress me oh, out i learned so much um by watching him cast a show and i'm so glad i never had to do it and never will have to do it i will never do it but I, I remember in one for one show there was this girl that i thought was better for a certain role than some other yeah. people that got it and i said scott what's the deal like clearly clearly you chose wrong yes and he said he went through 
every single part in the show and the whole web of everybody oh. being together and he goes for the whole of the show and for this and for this and for this that's why i couldn't pick this person and he actually emailed the person and said hey i just want you to know you were so good oh, i felt nice. i feel so bad that, that we're you not casting you yeah yeah so i that was good because that was actually one of my friends oh and so i'm like oh thanks for yeah I, that, people appreciate that you know yeah. sometimes you don't get cast and you don't know yeah. why you're like i was better for sure that's and how i always am when i auditioned for roles yeah, never ever gotten one and i just don't understand why you know what if you just keep trying <laughs> maybe someday because you can be I in my lifetime of, movie i think a lot of shows need like a middle-aged traumatized talentless character don't you think yeah yeah as the comic relief perhaps <laughs> listen yeah when we do my lifetime movie you're yes. in yes you don't even have to audition okay i love it so much <laughs> i want to so, be in it so bad my name is anita coil but not, it wasn't i need a coil <laughs> it was you need that. a coil you need a coil you, you uh, need a yeah anyway <laughs> sorry i hijacked your story <laughs> so Scott, your first date with Scott was not stellar in the beginning. I just, I think I didn't, I just had such low expectations oh, from everybody yeah. ever. Yeah. I, I made a rule for myself to say yes to anybody. Whoa. I don't know why I did that. You're lucky you didn't get murdered. I am. But maybe that would have been better than being. No, because then you wouldn't be here to help me. So that would have been okay. better. That's true. Okay. And we're having fun. Yeah. Truth. I mean, fun and air quotes. I'm having we're, legitimate we're having fun, fun right now. It is fun. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. So he he was on the phone texting the whole date. Yeah. Because people were upset with him. Right. And there are issues with emotional outbursts, I guess. But he was, yeah. So like I said before, he was late. Yeah. So I was outside just sitting around for like 20 minutes Ugh. waiting for him. So I thought I would check my phone. And it turned out to be the day that Bill Cosby got convicted. That's been that long ago? Yeah. Wow. In 2015. What? So the first words I said to Scott on our first date were, well, Bill Cosby's guilty. <laughs> and he was like. He's like, okay. And then we went in. To, it was a performance we were going oh, to okay. see, and I think he was nervous, and I just was like, I don't care. I'll talk about Bill Casby. That's fine. And our other friend was there, and so I ended up talking to our other friend a lot. This sounds like a terrible first date, but you liked him enough to give him a second chance? I just, yeah, because he's cool. I knew that he was nervous. and Okay. So it wasn't a complete train wreck? No. No, it just fine. had some train wrecky elements, I feel like. Yeah. Okay. Now so that I say it out loud. It sounds worse. Than... It's kind of amazing that we yeah. got okay, married. Okay. So then you went on a second date. When did you know that you like? I want to say him? it was pretty quickly. Yeah. My brain is a little fuzzy right now from my multiple head injuries <laughs> plus a trauma. <laughs> and I'm not even kidding about the multiple head injuries. I've had three concussions, maybe four. Did you're, you know that? Yes, but your job is not conducive with concussions. It's not my job that's done it. I know, but it's, it's when just... I went skiing and oh then a car gosh. accident and and then the lifetime movie. The, other, the lifetime matter. movie. Yeah. Just kidding. That's not maybe maybe <laughs> okay. So anyway, quickly, um, you fell in love quickly. 
ish. Yeah, and I just remember feeling really calm around Scott, and mm-hmm. it was it was different than anything else. So I love that he proposed on his own birthday. I know he proposed on his own birthday. Happy birthday to him! Happy birthday at the top of a mountain. Was it in the what day was it? September eleventh is Scott's oh, birthday. Right. Okay, I knew I knew I knew the date, but I couldn't remember what it was the worst day in history it was also his birthday well, one of them and yeah. the day that you got engaged yeah so i mean we thought that was great and now it's not great it's hard but anyway I well, at least you can like bunch them in together right true. like get all the hard stuff yeah, down one hard day days over at once so, yeah maybe he was looking out for you when he did that without even knowing so you got married we got married how long were you married? We got married in 2015 also in okay. December. Yeah. And. What day? The 15th. <gasps> I got married on the 15th too. <gasps> See, But not a December. Of what? October. Oh, in the next week. So that does that mean our widow wife anniversary can Is be the... November 15th? It's <gasps> because in it's the middle? Love it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We figured some stuff out. Thanks, I'm going to do so much editing on this. <laughs> no. <laughs> or should I leave it? The stuff where we keep saying, I'm going to do editing. Do Edit that out. Maybe. Maybe. You just do what you do. It's fine. If we get more than our five listeners, plus one that we don't know, yeah. you guys can tell us if you want us to just shut up and tell the story. <laughs> or if you like the crazy Or crap. if you like our ran- randomness. <laughs> okay. Okay. December 15th. December 15th, we got married. We went to Hawaii on our honeymoon. It was Uh great. But it was so fun. The day was amazing. And I am not an emotional person. And while we were getting married, I was sobbing. It was like... Good sobbing though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because you finally felt like your life had turned around. Yeah. And it was so funny because the person that married us (laughs) asked my dad, Mr. Shore, are you okay with this happening? (laughs) And he jumped out of his chair my dad did yeah he was like heck yes and everyone was (laughs) laughing i'm like thanks dad i see you really want to get me off your hands yeah (laughs) it was funny that's weird Um, it was such a great day and it had snowed a ton and we had amazing pictures oh being cliche i hate however it was like the greatest day it was so great and i was nervous going into getting married not because i was nervous about marrying scott but because i don't like being in front of people and having people look at you weird since you're a performer yeah how but i'm like behind people playing right all the time right i'm not in front so yeah i was really nervous and then it ended up being the most beautiful day and everything was great what kind of flowers did you have um live ones Yeah. Scott made the cakes. Oh, what? I told him not to do it. I actually didn't want to have a reception. I'm like, yeah. Scott, listen, we should just get married and, and then get, get out, out of, of here. Dodge. It's a big headache. You have to do all this stuff. Like, I've done he it before. You wouldn't have it. No. He's like, but wouldn't it be so fun? It'll be Christmas time. Did you have It'll dancing? Be festive. Oh, my, my musician friends came and played. It was oh, amazing. Fun. Yeah. It was so fun. Somebody told me later, they said, if somebody had bombed the place where your reception was, every musician in Utah would be dead. <laughs> it's true. They were all there. I was wondering where you were going with that because that was a weird way to start a sentence. 
it was so fun though i it was great music um i didn't want to leave we wanted to stay in how were the cakes did they taste good amazing gosh one thing about scott is he never mad i know he never scrimped on ingredients ever yeah he would get the most expensive all the butter all the butter all the good high quality butter european butter all that stuff yeah yeah he loved that what's it called carry gold butter mm-hmm. 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 i don't know what he used for cakes but they were beautiful he he actually was so stressed out making the cakes and i and would be stressed out about that too what i told him not to thinking? do it he wasn't i told him not to do any yeah. of it and the thing another thing about scott is he's very detail conscious he sees things i don't see I kind of liken myself into the guy mm, in the perspective yeah. and him like the girl. Yeah. For example, he showed me two different, what are they called? Tablecloths. Oh. And he's like, what would you, which one do, would you like to use? I'm like, Scott, they're both the same. He's like, they are not. This one has a different pattern. This one has a different style. And blah, 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 blah. I'm like, but to my eyes, they're both the same. They're just, a, no, they're, it's just a tablecloth. They're both cream. Can you just pick something? Hmm. he's like ah that's so funny because that's like flip-flopped like i don't care get ever whatever you want honey mm-hmm. and he's like mel you're not listening to me he's like mel i, I need your input myself. i'm like i know i told you oh, man. i told you i was not good at this and and all that anyway okay so, wedding awesome so Honeymoon, much fun hawaii way fun way fun yeah then you came back Scott wanted to try out for Beauty and the Beast to be okay. in a show. Oh, okay. Not directed. But it was in, yeah, not directed. But it was in January, and I said, Scott, you're not going to want to drive all that way up. Plus, we're going to be newlyweds. Like, mm-hmm. can you maybe, can we maybe take a few months Yeah, where you don't do anything like that and where I don't take a lot of gigs? Because it's always really slow. Um, January. Yeah. And also we loved skiing. And so that was the time where we could ski together. Yeah. So we made a plan that, okay, for this first year being married, we're going to like not do those things. We're going right. to spend time together and because we know life's going to get crazy. So that was what happened. And we skied a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Everybody thought that we did not have jobs. You were ski bums. Because all we did was post on Instagram and Facebook about all our ski adventures. And it was so much fun. So much fun. All I can think is concussions. Yeah. I didn't have a concussion that year. Oh my well, gosh. Well, from skiing. But. But. In May of that year, I was driving on the freeway. The traffic came to a stop like it does in rush hour. And the person behind me did not stop. And hit me from behind at freeway speeds. So that was a thing. That was bad. That counts as one of my head injuries because it was pretty bad. Now, my car was not totaled, but my body just went through all sorts of things. Um, And I'm still in recovery from that. And it's 2019. So that would have been May of 2016. I just felt bad that Scott had to deal with that. It's like he had a wife that was like, fine mm-hmm. for five months and then you guys were like on an accelerated program we were on the accelerated program yeah, yeah. anyway um yeah it was t- it was tough for me to deal with all the injuries and also i'm sure for scott to be like what the heck is happening because i mean i had neurological stuff i started having chronic migraines i've been to a million doctor's appointments i had a torn shoulder 
I have spinal things right now. It's like there's so many things. You're killing me right now, Mel. Because <laughs> it's so boring. No, because you're saying spinal things. Okay, Anita, medical person. <laughs> I don't even know. Just keep going. Okay. Anyway, basically what I'm trying to say is we had a great time after our honeymoon for five months. And then I was in my car accident and it messed with my brain and it made things difficult. Yeah. For everybody. Right. And, Stressful. Yes. And by then... Scott was in his busy season with work plus his shows. I was in my busy season with work trying to also work and not succumb to whatever was happening with my yeah. brain and my body. And it was tough. So so basically for another year mm-hmm. and a couple months, I was in recovery from my car accident. Yeah. And, and then we had gotten to the next summer with Scott having a busy season yeah. of 2017. I had gone on tour with Matilda for part of that and gotten back we were we're it was like as soon as I got back from Matilda he was right in his crazy season and then did another he always did the fall show which meant he had to cast it in the summer yeah and then that meant I just wouldn't see him ever unless I woke up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom and I would check to see if he was there and sometimes (laughs) Sometimes he wasn't, and one time actually oh. he was not even home, and I thought he died. <gasps> I was looking on on hospital websites to see if there was like new intake. Like I, I didn't even know you could do that. I didn't either. I just thought I'm calling him and he's not answering. Yeah, I called him a lot of times and he's he not was answering. at Chili's though, it's wasn't too, he? Probably <laughs> eating my chips and salsa. He didn't even bring you any. No. So what he, um, yeah, that one time he. Okay, Scott did not have a concept of time. If somebody came up to talk to him, he would talk to them. For whoever knows how long. For however long. So he could let the time get away from easily. If he had started talking to someone at 11, it might be 2 in the morning. Oh my gosh. I know. Total island time. I would fall asleep. He lived on island time. So one time I did think he was dead, and it turns out he just was talking. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then he was in trouble. And so then I made a rule. Listen, even if you get home... And you're downstairs. Can you at least text me so I can check my phone and, and see that see you're not dead? Fine. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so yeah, he's in the middle of his crazy season. I'm in the middle of my gig season. And then he was directing his show, I think in what September and October is when his show usually was. Okay. So this particular show was A Tale of Two Cities. Charles Dickens. Charles Dickens. And his plan was... To go up to Idaho, he's from Idaho, from Boise, he needed a tonsillectomy and septoplasty to fix a deviated septum. And he, because he didn't feel great a lot of the time, and so he just thought, okay, I just got to get my show over with, and then I'm going to get the surgery. And then our plan was after the surgery to finally spend time together. We were going to talk about, I was getting overwhelmed with the freelance musician life and I asked for some help in in him helping me figure out how I could kind of manage that so that was kind of our plan we're like okay if we just get through this busy time you get your surgery done then we're gonna do all this so the time was winding down and his show had ended and now here's the deal my mom what is partially psychic I'm pretty sure because (laughs) 
that was from left field. You think it is from left field. Yeah. However, what? I'm so when my mom my told I told my mom about Scott's upcoming surgery at oh, the time yeah, and okay. she like look of horror and she goes, "Listen, I've heard about this. I know that there have been complications from this. You need to have somebody keep an eye on him. Where is he going for the surgery? He had had a consult in Utah, and then he had the consult in Idaho, and he felt like he should go to Idaho. Yeah. He just he, It was a family friend doctor that uh, was world-renowned, but okay. he just he said the way that he the doctor explained stuff to yeah. him was so well, plus scientific. Plus, need like a connection to them. Yeah. Trust them. He he just said he really appreciated how he laid out all the information mm-hmm. for him in the consultation. Yeah, and it eased his mind because he was feeling nervous. Because I have another friend that had I have tons of friend that friends that have had that surgery because there yeah. a lot of them are singers and they have to get it. Or, yeah, um, I mean I know even non singers get it, but one of my friends she had the surgery and it changed how her voice the tonsillectomy. Went, no, the, the septoplasty. Oh, okay. And she sings totally different now, and it's oh. been such a struggle. And she said, even the other day we were talking, and she goes, I wish I'd never had that surgery because <gasps> oh. it ruined my so voice. So Scott was worried about that. Scott was worried about that. But the guy made him feel at ease about it. Yes. Oh, okay. But my mom, here in the background, here's my mom, saying, Psychic Sylvia. I just don't feel good about this. I, you know. And yeah. she had said it more than one time. And yeah. so we were all kind of on guard, like, okay. Everybody, everybody knows to watch for him. Um, I, the plan was, is that Scott was going to fly up to Boise, get the surgery. And then I was going to come up that weekend to be with him. And he goes, you don't need to come up for the surgery. Cause I had some of my work stuff. I still had to fulfill. Yeah. So I couldn't. Um, and he goes, this is the only time they can do it. I am so well, tired yeah, of waiting. His family is. And his family there. lives yeah. up there. Yes. Yeah, parents live up there. So anyway, that was the situation. So. We are getting ready to leave. I'm. He had to come to a recording session with me before we flew out, before he flew out. And then I was going to take him to the airport and then he was going to go up to Boise. Yeah. And I remember standing in our room waiting for him to just grab his bag so we could go. Yeah. And, and he didn't look right. And I said, are you okay? And he goes, I'm just, I don't know. I just am nervous. And I go, do you think you're going to die? Because I do. That's me. Welcome to me. Yeah. I always go straight to that because why not? I'm blunt. Okay. okay. And also because when my mom said she was worried about it, I just thought that's what she meant. Like, yeah, she thought he was going to die. And I go, so are you worried? Are you, do you think you're going to die? And he said, no, I'm just worried that my voice isn't going to be the same after. Mm -hmm. And I, I was like, oh, I don't care. I'm like, Scott, I'd rather have a, a living baritone than a dead tenor. Oh, man. Dang it. Famous like, last words. I know, right? So then we get in the car. He's not feeling great because he also was having migraines. Oh, and okay. so he had started treatment for migraine stuff and was on amitriptyline, which you know because you're a doctor person, right? <laughs> I know Do you what know it that? is. Okay. Anyway, it made him really tired. So he goes to my session. I drop him off at the airport. Um, and, and the whole time in the car, he was on the phone with his brother and I was like, oh, you're going to go to the airport three hours early. Like, couldn't you call him when you get there? But I didn't say anything because every once in a while in my mind, I have this thing where it's like, okay, Mel, treat the situation as if 
someone's going to die and you don't want to regret how you handle the situation. And that went through my mind. What? And I'm like, I know if I am a jerk to him, like, get off the phone. Yes. You're leaving me. Then you would that, regret I that. would feel bad. But do you regret that, like, you didn't have, like, a meaningful conversation? No, because okay. I think I don't have a ton of regrets in life just because I think a lot of things are like, well, it is what it is. Yeah. Like, okay. maybe but the way that I reconciled it was, well, maybe his brother really needed him. And even though I'm like, well okay, now you're dead, so you have to haunt me twice as much. Yeah. But he, when he, we got to the airport and he got out of the car, he regretted it. He goes, I shouldn't have done that, and he felt bad. I think he just wasn't feeling good. Yeah, and he was stressed. He was He feeling. was tired, and yeah, so I kind of yeah. gave him a pass, but that was the last time I ever saw Scott alive Ugh. was him on the phone and me brother. and yeah and me in my head saying don't say yeah. anything that you're gonna regret because when I look back how would I feel if I were was a jerk to him yeah. the very last time we were physically together <laughs> so so then we said goodbye and it's like okay I'll see you in a few days when yeah. I come up so there's that Scott flies up to Idaho then the very next day my uncle who had had some health problems but not nothing like life-threatening I don't think all of a sudden is in a coma in the hospital and it becomes an emergency situation now he has he lives here yes in Utah so my cousins fly in from across the country I'm close with them and so I'm there with my mom he was on life support and then they had to pull the plug so here's the deal so Scott was in surgery the day that people were flying in uh-huh. to Utah. So we didn't think my uncle was going to die. And so my plan was, okay, I'm here helping right now and we'll see what happens. But then I'm going to go up yeah, to Boise. So it turns out that my uncle went into a coma and never came out. And so they had to turn off the machines. And so then we were planning a funeral. Yeah. So I was actually, Scott and Scott got held over for 24 hours from his own surgery due to low oxygen. Scott FaceTimed me as soon as he got his phone back as we were walking into the hospital to say bye to my uncle. Oh. And I had to say, hey, Scott, can I FaceTime you Later. in a few minutes? Because here's what's happening. Like, so that's the timeline of things. Okay. And um, so that happened. My uncle passed away. The, f- the funeral was going to be for that Friday. So then my plans had changed um, for me to go up to Idaho Friday after the funeral. Okay. So Scott and I talked that night. Um, he seemed good. He didn't seem like he was in a lot of pain because he was on a lot of drugs <laughs> right then. Yeah. And he's like, I felt so bad that I wasn't going up to be with Scott right then. And he goes, Mel, you need to stay with your cousins. I know that they've all been through a whole lot. And right. I know that it would be helpful for your mom for you to be with them. Yeah. And to be with her. Because he's like, I'm fine. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to be out on drugs. Like, <laughs> yeah. just come up when, when I'm more coherent. It'll be more fun. Right. I'm like, okay. Fun. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I'll stay here. So, so that was a Saturday. So Sunday was the next day. And I think everybody was just recovering, recovering and recuperating. Scott was out most of the day he was in a lot of pain because oh. he was his stuff was wearing off yeah and he looked horrible he had two black eyes oh he had gosh. you know yeah he looked like, like he got a horror up. film yeah. yeah so 
So Sunday was just pretty normal. I didn't talk to him very much because he was sleeping a ton. So then the next day was Monday. I woke up and I was getting ready to go on a run. Running was something, well not running, but exercising was something that my migraine doctor told me I had to do to help with my migraines. And I'm like, but I have a like a shoulder problem and a back problem. How? He's like, just do it. Just do it. So I had started running, which I hate. But I did it because I hate it. I wanted to do it because I wanted to overcome it. Yeah. (laughs) So anyway, I was getting ready to go run, but I was watching Stranger Things, the whole second one. And I decided to charge my phone for my run so I could use the running app. And you have to do that. Otherwise, the run doesn't count. You know. Yeah, I know. you are a runner. Yeah. Serious. My phone was on airplane mode, but I had my Uh, watch. Oh, okay. And I look at my watch. And there was a text that told me Scott had died. What? Well, how's that for a cliffhanger? Thanks for joining us for part one. And we will see you for part two on episode three of What Do We Do Now? This is my favorite thing to discuss with you. Tell me, what is it? One of my favorite things. I do enjoy tacos and cheese and dogs. This is about how you cannot pay hundreds and hundreds of dollars for a phone plan, especially when you're a widow, your person is dead, you might have kids, you might need another option, and you just want your phone to work, you want unlimited texting and service, and you want it to be like 25 bucks a month. It blows my mind that they have plans that start at $15 a month. That is so cheap. And the cool thing is, is it uses other 5G networks. And so you don't have to pay extra for that. And you still get great service. Yep. Anita and I have traveled all over and I have used my phone. So I highly recommend it. And my mom's even on it. When my dad died, we put his phone down to the cheapest plan, which is $15 a month. And I think my mom's on the $20 a month plan and it's so worth it. It's so much cheaper than what we were all paying before. So I highly recommend it if you're on a budget or not, who cares? Ryan Reynolds is in charge of the company and they send you free stickers with Ryan Reynolds temporary tattoos. It's kind of the best. So if somebody wants to sign up, what can they do, Anita? Go to trymintmobile.com slash WWDN. Seriously, you guys, such a great idea. Save yourself some money. And if you're worried about losing data or having any changes with your phone, not going to happen. They walk you through it. Everything's fine. It's the easiest process of all time. Again, that's trymintmobile.com slash WWDN.